a five-disc set on real-life self-defense with over six hours of content. Plus, get the Martial Arts Bible, which includes Paul's two previous books and 50% more material. This guide is the only self-defense book you will ever need. This package is valued well over $400. It's Paul Vunak's life work on practical, no-nonsense self-defense for combat. Get this incredible package for just $149.99 at our website, vunak.com. That's V-U-N-A-K.com. Your front door, your car, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home, car, and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you own a firearm, it's your responsibility to store it safely when it's not in use. Cable locks, lock boxes, and gun safes are some of the most effective ways to keep firearms secured. Learn how to get a free firearm safety kit. Visit projectchildsafe.org. That's projectchildsafe.org. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Hi, this is Amanda from Eye on the Target Radio. And I want to tell you about Mondays. Monday, Monday, Monday. Self-defense Monday, starting at 4 p.m. and running till 4 a.m., on this station, Karma Radio. On Mondays, you can tune in and listen to a wide variety of the Self-Defense Radio Network podcast stars. And you can listen to Close Quarters Combat with Mike on the mic. And always, as always, you can check out, tune in, and catch Rob and Amanda on Eye on the Target Radio. We've been moving things around. So from 5 to 7 p.m. is Eye on the Target Radio. From 7 to 9 p.m. is Mike on the Mic with Close Quarters Combat. After that and before that, Self-Defense Radio Monday. You're listening to Close Quarters Self-Defense with Mike on the Mic. The content of this radio program is for educational purposes only. You should consult with a qualified instructor for training in safe handling and use of both lethal and non-lethal firearms, edge weapons, tools, or various apparatus discussed in this program. You should also consult a qualified instructor before attempting drills and or techniques discussed on this program and be familiar with the federal, state, and local laws regarding carrying, concealing, and the use of both lethal and non-lethal firearms edge weapons, tools, and other apparatus, as well as self-defense in general. Enjoy the show, Close Quarters Self-Defense. Are you interested in learning how to protect yourself, loved ones, and looking for a way to get started? Why not start with Paul Vunak's Ultimate Military Self-Defense Package, now being offered to civilians. The former combat instructor for SEAL Team 6, CIA, DEA, and 13 other government agencies reveals his training methods for raw combat. This package includes Paul's Enigma series, a five-disc set on real-life self-defense with over six hours of content. Plus, get the Martial Arts Bible, which includes Paul's two previous books and 50% more material. This guide is the only self-defense book you will ever need. This package is valued well over $400. 
It's Paul Vunak's life work on practical, no-nonsense self-defense for combat. Get this incredible package for just $149.99 at our website, vunak.com. That's V-U-N-A-K.com. Black Boar Armory and Coatings in Garrettsville, Ohio. Let's talk firearms, ammunition, and suppressors. In addition to new and used guns and a good stock of ammo, Black Boar Armory and Coatings carry suppressors. Stop in and see brands such as Texas Silencer Company, Gym Tech, Silencer Co., ACC, and Six Hour Silencers. Hours are 9 to 2 Thursday, 9 to 7 Friday, 9 to 5 Saturday, Sunday and Monday, 9 to 2. Closed on Tuesday and Wednesday. Hey everybody, Steve Jones here to tell you about the company that makes Karma Radio look so good. Neo Graphics in Akron. They can provide creative graphic designs for your signs, banners, posters, window graphics, vehicle wraps, and much more. It doesn't matter what kind of sign you need, Neo Graphics can work within your budget to increase your visibility. Large building signs, sidewalk and yard signs, magnetic signs for your company vehicles. They offer vehicle wrap graphic design and installation on your car, truck, trailer, anything else with wheels. From single to full color printed logos, partial and fleet wraps, Neo Graphics has you covered. Neo Graphics can make custom banners for trade shows and sales or personal use like birthdays and weddings. Neo Graphics is located at 1951 South Main Street in Akron. Give them a call at 234-251-0251 or visit their website at www.neographicsandsigns.com. Karma Radio uses them. You should too. Good evening. You're on the air with... Mike on the mic. This is Mike Hasichek. I'm here with my training partner, Rob Campbell. How you doing, Rob? Boy, that new mic sounds great. You like got this nice deep yeah, we got some new voice. equipment. We had some. We've had some problems with the equipment over the last few weeks, but it looks like we have some things <laughs> fixed. We're going to test the phone system out again today, and uh, we've got uh, Bram Frank, uh, world-renowned martial artist and blade master, calling in at around 7:30 this evening. So uh, we look forward to getting an update from Bram. Scott always has a lot going on. He's world-class. Uh, it's good to change him over so that you don't get one of them too mad at you so when you do meet him, they don't cripple you, you too yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's so funny. I mean, we had Pedro on the last couple of weeks. We tried to get him on, and the phone system wasn't working. But we we have, we have we hooked up we hooked up the old phone system now, if so we'll see how that works. If anybody was listening on Saturday, they got to hear the test one, two, three. There you thing. go. A hundred times. Because the only way yeah. to test it is live on the air. So There you <laughs> go. So, so Rob, the saga continues with those of you who are going. If you're in Ohio and, you're, and you recently, uh, either you have to, you've got to renew your concealed handgun license or you just recently have taking, taken the exam so you have a certificate to go and get your um, Ohio concealed handgun license. Um, good luck in getting an appointment. I was talking to a lady the other day. She uh, had got, went to uh, Mahoning County, and she got a November date. On, okay, so, so she, she was able to get move up two, three months uh, into the... So I live in Portage County, <laughs> and, um, and you're allowed to go to an adjacent county to get your license. So um, we've, we used to go to Summit County. And then, um, you know, my wife was trying to get an appointment to renew hers. And uh, she finally, the first appointment that she, she got was with um, Portage County. And it's in January, like January 27th of 21, next year. And then today, 
So I've been every day I try to call around and see if I can call the Jason counties and see if I can get an early appointment. So I got one today in Trumbull County and moved it up to like uh, November. <laughs> and uh, But still, it's months out. Now, my friend who uh, he was in a class just a week or so ago, he uh, got his certificate and he jumped on Lake County's right, I website. Think, I think his, he must have had some divine intervention. He had divine intervention. He called to ask about it and they said, if you can come up right now, we'll get yeah, you. Yeah, and then they, yeah, it's, it's like he made an appointment for the next day. Then they called him and asked him where he was or something like that. And, and he ended up uh, going there and getting it. And then his wife got hers the next day. So. You know that's great, and that's how it should work. You should be able to get in there pretty quick, get your license, and, and move along. You know, when I got I'm, first time I received mine, they uh, you know you'd go in, you'd do the paperwork, they, and then you know, like two or three li- weeks later they'd call you to come in and get it, and then a couple of counties they would mail it to you, um, but it's very unusual that you walk out with it when well, they're done. The- like you say, in '04 when we first got it, it was one of those things where you filled out the paperwork and then they, they mailed it to you, or they right. called you back in and you could come and pick it up. Or whatever. Right. Um, this last time when I went in, they just did it and handed it right there. And yeah. I, I what county did you go to? I went to Portage. Okay, so I was at Summit, and mine was my renewal was about a year and a half ago. I live like they a half had a, a mail- mile from the sheriff's office, so yeah. it's no sense in traveling. I have to pack a lunch and yeah. find, get out my GPS to figure out where to go. <laughs> but it is, uh, it's just amazing how um, long it takes. And, you know, because you've got all these new people that have gone right. out and bought and, firearms. And to think, we're, we're not criminals, we're not lawbreakers, right. we're trying right. to do it by the book, and, uh, and they, they're not being very, uh, I don't know, forthcoming with the... Yeah. Well, we're getting, uh, you know, we got an election coming up now, and this is going to be real critical for people who want to practice their right to carry yeah. a firearm. Out with the old guy, and we're getting a new one, or he's going to get a, what are they, uh, when we were kids, my grand uncle used to give us a Dutch rub, you would call it, and uh, he would rub his knuckles on your head till your brains boiled inside. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, you're seeing all kinds of interesting advertisements now, like, for example, they have this, uh, this concealment furniture. Um, where a lot of people are starting to make stuff like that to say, hey, look, you know, if they're going to start taking the guns away from people, you know, you got to figure out ways to to keep them and um, you know, and and not be real obvious about it. And <clears throat> so you're you know, seeing a lot of about different. It is, if you looked at if back, remember back in the '80s like right. when the Serbians were having their civil war and right. like Well, after the war, they disarmed them all, mm-hmm. but. As soon as uh, the 1980s Civil War started up, everybody seemed to remember where they put their <laughs> World War Two issue. Fire. Right. Well, you know, it's it's like they, they, it, it, it's just when you start thinking about it, um, you know, statistically speaking, there's a reason why you probably want to have something to protect yourself, particularly you know with a handgun. And you know, there's some statistics that came out. Um, there's a report that uh, Buckeye Firearms put something out. Uh, today on the um, on the web that, that had an article on, on the FBI Bureau uh, uh, statistics on crime. And basically, the, these are the st- statistics. Shows that one out of every hundred people over the age of 12 will be a victim of crime sometime during their life. And it, what's was kind of interesting in the article is that they were showing over the last couple of years that the crime kind of started to come down a bit. And I think, you know, we have Trump 
law and order, and you know he has supported that. Now we're seeing the opposite thing happen. It'll be interesting to take a look at what the statistics look like for 2020 with all this rioting and looting, and we're seeing um, increase in crime in urban cities all over the country because you know these mayors are telling their police officers to stand down. So you know when you tell police officers to stand down, you're going to get a lot more crime. So I think all these statistics are going to be changing, but when you, the most common crime in the U.S. is burglary, and about 2.3 million to 2.6 million of them occurring every year, so that's about one every 13 seconds. And the statistics place the number of burglaries in the U.S. higher at about 3.7 million per year. Over 85% of burglaries occur in residential areas, with 66% of them involving home break-ins. Now, I thought this was really interesting, because this is the opposite of what you think sometimes. Most people think that people come and rob you at night. But most burglaries occur during the daytime in the hours, these are the residential ones, Uh, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. when people tend to be away from their homes at work or at school and those burglaries last about 8 to 12 minutes. That's about how much time they'll spend in a house robbing you. And for the same reason, business break-ins primarily happen at night because, you know, people work during the day for the most part, although there's a lot of businesses that run 24-7, but they tend to be at night about 30% of the time someone in the home when there's a burglary. Now, this is what's really interesting. takes place um, 25%. So of all those burglaries, about 30% of the time somebody's at home when those burglaries happen. So now you start getting into some very interesting statistics. And of that 30%, 25% of those people actually become victims of violent crimes when they're interrupting the burglary, even if they haven't done anything. You know, they're not being intimidating. So for the fact that they're at home and they're seen and the burglar's in there, you know, there's a 30% chance you'll be home and then 25% chance of that 30% that, you know, there'll be a violent crime. Uh, well, and you think about it, the average person, even though they, they may have a gun in the home, they're, they're not prepared to shoot somebody with it. And uh, you, they always got that little, remember when you used to watch cartoons and mm-hmm. they had like the devil on one side? Well, yep. your, your mom's sitting on one side telling you you're going to be in trouble. Right, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> well, you know, there was a, a study done from 1994 to 2010 of, of all the home break-ins, and 40% of the assaults and 60% of the rapes occurred during that period of time during those home invasions. So here we are, you know, we're kind of building a case for you to be armed at home. And have a big dog. And have a big dog. You know, I've got a I've got a German Shepherd, canine trained, that uh, you know he's get she's getting a little old now, but she sure is effective still. Um, and then most burglars are young males, and about sixty five percent of them know the people they rob, and about twelve percent of them carry a firearm. So there's a twelve percent chance that somebody that's committing a burglary is carrying a firearm. Right. I mean, and a lot of times it's not so much that it's somebody that you've known for years. It's one of their friends that came over one day and seen that you had cool stuff. Right. Or, you know, you get people delivering things. 
that you get to know them and that, and then they see the stuff in your garage. Well, they they, they, stuff they always in tell your, you, look like in the, the house. They always tell you to close your garage door so people can't look in. Right. If you get something big, tear the box up and put it outside in yep. pieces, or even turn it inside out so they can't see that mm-hmm. your new eighty-inch TV set came. Absolutely. <laughs> and here's some. It here, gets really interesting. So the average loss from each burglary is about $2,416. They really get exact on these numbers. You know, the funny part is, like, a lot of times, how many, I'm sure everybody knows somebody who had, like, a couple dollars in their car in the console, or they had a radio stolen or something, and the radio cost $80, but they did, like, two or $300 worth of damage to the dashboard getting the radio out of They busted out a window that cost $500 to have the window replaced, and... What months, Rob, do you think that they have the most robberies? Um, I would probably in the wintertime. No, it's the opposite. In July and August, um, they're saying that many people are on vacation. The fewest occur in February because criminals don't like to be out in the bad That's weather cool. for one thing. <laughs> but I, I would think that right. if you were out in January or February, the likelihood of someone coming out and catching you are pretty slim. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, so Ohio's rate is above the national average. So our our uh, rate is 412 uh, occurrences per 100,000, which is a little bit higher than um, most. The violent crime occurs about every 25 seconds in the U.S. And then from 2019 preliminary data, which, you know, they are always going back about a year or so to look and, and study it indicates the overall rate of violent crime decreased by about three percent. But with all that we're seeing now, with um, you know law enforcement being restrained by um, local politicians, you're going to see that go way up. I mean, we're seeing record uh, deaths and murders in Chicago and places like that, and a lot of these urban areas because well, if you look you know, back, they're saying that the crime rate's been dropping for a number of years right. and with as many um, judges that are kind of soft on crime you would mm-hmm. you would think that not would well and then the other thing so you got a couple things happening in 2020 number one you have uh, you know as we just mentioned politicians telling their police forces to stand down that's number one number two is that you're seeing you know because of this covid thing um, you know just a whole you know, a buildup of people and in, in, in people out of work. And, you know, so you're, you've got more incentive to see some of this uh, crime happening. And, um, you know, with, with demonstrations and large numbers of people, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just kind of getting out of hand. And, pe- and some people are getting desperate because, you know, they don't have their jobs. They're, um, you know, it's, it's a tough time. The $600 bonus for unemployment's going away. Yeah, that's going to... Well, they're, gonna, they're talking about giving another $1,200 out now, too. So, I mean, it's just crazy. It's it's. We need to get back to work. Um, I, I think the... I've, you never know, st- I've never stopped working, man. Yeah, well, you, you've been working the whole time. I've been retired. So, uh, it really hasn't affected me. Although, the things that I like to do... Um, I think, that hasn't really affected you know, me too much either. It's funny. Going to the shooting range, you know, everything's been, you know, <laughs> yeah. fine. We were, I was just talking today, I did, I do radio two days a week mm-hmm. now. I, we just recently bought another house, so I'm working on that. Yep. And then uh, I got, I got two days of fair this week while I'm doing 
um, volunteered time. Yep. And then I work my full-time job and stuff. It's like, no wonder I'm always so tired. There you go. <laughs> we do a lot of, we're babysitting a lot of our grandkids, you know, because the schools were closed and, uh, you know, the... the, the so these, are you these, the uh, um, interim teacher? Yes. I, so them? I am learning all this crazy math stuff and going over that. But and, the, I'll uh, bet you the physical ed, uh, training for their PE stuff is much more um they'd suit up in their thing and well so today so today we had a boxing lesson <laughs> so that's what we did today we're going to do some mma tomorrow but it's uh you know we're trading off on different things and that so we have the we had the grandkids from cincinnati up here for a week and uh you know that gives me time to do some of those things as well but they're a lot of fun i mean it's it, you, you know, teach them a little bare knuckle and some sticks and <laughs> <laughs> helps them out when they you get know, back to school right it's just it's just <laughs> it's just crazy i mean it's uh you know with all the stuff that's going on right now it's it you're just seeing you know we're I seeing more crime all of you old people teaching these kids the, the math that that uh common core math oh, is out the window yeah, i right. bet you they're yeah. You, you set them back an extra five years of having <laughs> you know the other re- the other thing too I forgot to mention that is really increasing the crime level right now is they're letting everybody out of the prisons you know because of COVID they're they're just they're emptying the prisons out and you're putting people back on the street and what do you think they're going to so, do they don't some have some of those are actually dangerous criminals they're letting yeah, out exactly. it's not just the regular guys that are close right. to the end of their term or whatever right. these these guys are murderers and stuff in the oh it's crazy. You know, there was a uh, there was actually uh, down by a place where I I, I, I take my bike on Wednesday evenings down um, on the canal on Canal Road. Uh, there were uh, two biker gangs that got into it uh, about a you know I think yesterday it was in the evening. Uh, there was a stabbing and a shooting. So it's just it's just you know there's just police are spread thin. You know they're they're being told to stand down. And those guys and are just practicing. A lot of people from, getting let out. Those guys are just practicing when they for when they go to Sturgis and meet the Antifas. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know it's funny. Um, the biker community has its own little world, but um, you know I, I'm I'm more concerned about all the things that are happening right now with all this rioting and looting, and you know I think people who you know, are, are going out and getting firearms, really need to go get the proper training for it. Um, you know, when we look at these statistics that we just kind of went through, you know, you've got a, you know, there's a, there's a chance that somebody's going to break into your house at some point in time, and you're going to need that firearm to protect yourself. Well, and a lot of people who are, are brand new to the firearms industry, mm-hmm. they they don't even know what kind of questions to ask. That's, right. the, that's the problem is I don't, I don't know what I don't know. So right. it's like, how do I even ask to make sure that I get the right training that I want? Right. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm doing some training this week. I have a couple of uh, people that I'm going to be do some, doing some uh, teaching some stuff to. You know, we you had your class uh, a week or so ago. You got another concealed carry class that's going to be coming up, and another one after that. I mean, but, I mean, these classes are getting filled up fast. Right. Uh, I think we actually uh, we started out with just one lady asked if we were going to do one, and we said sure we could. We, so we put it out. Sure. I think we got 66 or 68 people. Mm-hmm. So that filled up three classes, and then now we're getting enough people that she's looking at another class. Yeah, so now you got four. Fall, so it's, uh, it's, it's kind of funny. That it's Everybody's scrambling to try to get to the 
a gun. I think what I think what people realize when they go out and they train for the first time and first couple times is that it's a lot harder than it looks. It's not like it is on TV. It's a lot of fun though too. But it's a lot of fun. You know, it's a hobby. It's something you can do all the time. Um, the thing that's a little disconcerting right now is that ammo's getting a little scarce. And, you know, you walk into a uh, place to buy some ammunition for your firearm, and uh, a lot of times they're out. Or they're limiting you to how much you're going to be able to purchase from them. And, uh, you know, if you haven't been stockpiling it, you know, for practice and for self-defense, you may have a tough time uh, getting enough rounds to go and practice with. And that's, that's a real issue for a lot of people right now. You know, I mean, it's. I mean, you're lucky. You reload, Rob. So, people, you know, come to your um, training uh, sessions. They, you know, you can sell them some some ammunition. It's and and it's going to work. And um, you know, it's uh, it's better than if they've got to go out and and overpay for for ammo now. Right. Prices have gone up quite a bit as well. I I have a lot of 22 ammo that we've got over the years for training and that. Mm-hmm. So, um, if if worse come to worse. We'll just switch everybody to twenty-two. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean that's the only thing you can do. I mean it's it, it gets back to. I mean, I, I there are courses that I've taken. Um, probably I don't know fifteen or sixteen courses I've taken where they required you to have fifteen hundred rounds. Right. Some and of that stuff is, is really. Could you imagine hard. doing that now? How right. much that would cost? It's like, well, and where could you get fifteen hundred rounds at one time? Right. You may have to buy unless, it unless you've had stores. it. Right. Well, I don't think anybody right now is requiring you know taking you through a course like that. I mean, I think I think most of the courses are being designed to, you know, with with, with being efficient with how much ammo you're using and you know and, and there's a lot of things you can do when you train to get around some of those things. But the fact of the matter is, the more rounds that you're training with when you're if you know it gets back to perfect practice. The other thing is, we go out and shoot, and we don't. It isn't like we're going through. 300, 400 right. rounds of crack. It's like, it's, but if you, I mean, if you're just putting out rounds, pretty soon you're just tired from putting out rounds right. and you're not right. really learning anything. Right. If you went, if you just go and you're shooting like 300 rounds, you're gonna, it starts to tire you out. So I mean, I, mean, I can right. see somebody who's new at it by making them shoot a lot, they, they learn what all the knobs and buttons on their right. guns about and loading their magazine and doing all this stuff like that. But someone who's done all that for a long time, I don't think you really need, but a lot, a lot of it's learning how to move, learning, learning. You know, um, right. But a lot of that doesn't take ammo to do. Right, it. it's a, right, it's, it's right. More in technique and making sure you don't it's, trip it, over your own feet. Right. Or, uh, <laughs> right. It's how to hold it, you know, and 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 how how to retain your firearm, and you know, a lot of things that I I focus on is is really close quarter combat, well, which I, is what. And I deal with a lot of people like new shooters or. Right. I mean, maybe may have been old shooters, but they don't have a lot of practice. And some of them trying to watch them rack the slide on their gun, and then right. they're, they're definitely dangerous in the mm-hmm. technique that they use. So, trying to make sure everybody understands how to do it and, and get it together. I mean, some people, especially the elderly, they have so much trouble they can barely. Well, you know, we have gun. these we have these guns out now, like the uh, M and P. Smith and Wesson makes an M and P shield easy. easy, and they make it in uh, 380 ACP and nine millimeter, and it makes it easy to rack the slide for those who have arthritic hands, and also uh, for magazines when you're loading a magazine, 
you know, it actually has this like little tiny knob that you pull down that helps you. It yeah, like, makes a, it, like the 22 magazines have, so right. you don't have to have a speed loader or a special tool for it. So You're on the air with Mike on the mic. Hello? Bram? Hello? Hello, Bram? We can hear you. Are you on? Hello? Hello, Bram? We can hear you loud and clear. You there? Hello? That, that was working Saturday just fine. Mm. You can't hear us, huh? Yeah. Let's see. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you, but you can't hear us, obviously, can you? Something's going on oh. here, Ron. I don't understand why it's not working, but... Like I say, we were Saturday, we were on the mic doing it over and over. Yep. Let me send Bram a note saying that the uh, looks like the equipment is not working. Um, wow, that's interesting. This is the third uh, week in a row, Rob, that we have got equipment uh, malfunctions. Everything's up. Everything's up. Everything's working. Like I say, pick up, if you pick up the phone, you can talk to him in person and then you can tell him what's well, going on. Well, he's off now. You can hear that. Yep. That's I'm going to tell him to call me one more time. Yeah, that's too bad. This is really interesting. So it's not working. Equipment. That's funny. <laughs> we stopped talking on the radio and we're... We're all texting everybody yeah. to, to try to get this figured out. Yeah, this is crazy. We've had three weeks now of this, and, you know, it's uh, it's just weird that we're not he, he can't hear us, but we can hear him. Right. And it, it's loud and clear here. And that Saturday, it was it was loud enough you could hear it. It was about half halfway up. Yeah. The, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like that loud, but it was loud enough you could hear on the phone. So I don't know what's going on now. Well, you know, it's, you wonder if there's one of the disc jockeys that are before this show that are playing around with the equipment because it seems like uh, everything was working for for a month, and then right. all of a sudden now uh, we've got uh, all this technical difficulty, which is, uh, you know, kind of frustrating to say the least. Let's see if he gets my text. Is he going to call you back? I just texted him to tell him to try to give me a call back. But it uh, doesn't look like he's... Uh... Hold on one second. Let me see if there's something. There we go. You're on the air with Mike on the mic. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me, Bram? Hello. Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, my God. I can hear you. Okay, I can't hear you though on the. Uh, I can hear you, him. In you the, can't hear us when I put the phone down. There's something wrong with the equipment. I can hear both of you in the. Oh headphones. well, I thought it was. I have a brand new phone and new headphones, and I thought they didn't work. So I just called Mish, and he answered and said, "What's up? Why are you calling my phone yeah. instead of Messenger?" And I went, "I can't talk to Mike on Mike," and I was making sure my new headphones and new phone worked. Okay, so we can do it this way. So yeah, I can. Yeah, so we can hear you now. Can you you can hear me now, right? 
I can hear you now. Okay, so you're on the air, and uh, I've actually got a phone in my ear, and uh, let me turn one thing down a bit here, and I think we're good. But um, so, so you just had your birthday bash, right? Yes, I did. I am officially old. I am 67. Oh, my goodness. A young 67. A young 67, yes. Yeah, very um, accomplished 67, if, if I may say so myself. Uh, you you uh, you've done a lot in your lifetime. Do you ever eat something and you have an allergic reaction? All the time. And I can eat odd combinations of things. In case you guys don't know, Mike's talking to Brand Frank, me, and I usually don't react to stuff. But I can eat strawberries one day, or but you know, because I like them, don't sure. bother me. And all of a sudden, my nose plugs up, or I'll eat shrimp. Yep. I just had I, a, a quick snack. I had a little bit of sour cream and cottage cheese, which mm-hmm. I have all the time. I cannot stop sounding like my 90-year-old mom sounded like going, ah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I apologize to all of you on the radio. No, you are. You sound, you sound very clear. So you went out and you had your birthday bash. Tell us, tell us a little bit what you do because you do a lot of training when you're out there, right? Uh, yes, I do. And that's actually what this was. It's my annual uh, birthday bash, and it's my instructor camp. Mm-hmm. And I actually teach instructor camps of teaching people how to teach not what to teach wow that's pretty cool I mean, obviously i got to show them what to teach because you know I, I still teach close quarter and i was teaching modular and because of t- today's environment it's really important how to deal with someone who's in your face mm-hmm. and also how not to end up obviously on camera and in jail but well you know it's, it, what's great about your system is you know because of the knife <coughs> that you make and you have designed it's perfect for that i mean for today's environment getting somebody to back off that's getting too close yes. i mean it's it's the perfect tool because exactly. we call it a tool mr mike i was just talking to other guys in the department um for all of you listeners who don't know not only do i teach martial arts and design knives which i'm blessed that mike and the team there all love me um you guys are wonderful but you know a few weeks ago uh the alphabet soup group and like them had called for a you know follow officers home and you know uh burn their houses down and shoot them and kill them mm-hmm. and the fbi called up all the different departments and because i am not a full duty officer you know i'm just the instructor mm-hmm. <clears throat> they advised me not to go to the department not to leave the house wow um, and I kept going, you're doing this wrong. You should be doing more training. And I'm going to try to do a press release with Officer Mike Weisberg about just what you were saying. The crimp tool is a perfect tool to have in your car when they come trying to reach your hands in the car to make them take their hands out of the car. Right. Because. And let's, for our listeners too. In the car and you drop, you know, a few rounds through them. Right. That's you're going to run out of rounds and someone else may pull out firearms. And if you're in a mob walking. Mm-hmm. This, you know, with any of my tools, even my live blades, if you use them, right. like a ball peen hammer or the crimp tool, you could do as you were saying, Mr. Mike, make these guys move away from you. Give them a right. little bit of an attitude adjustment, and they have no idea why. And, you know, if you're everybody's rat packing you or wolf packing you, you don't have room to do, you know, dark pannon or, you know, wave right. your sword and, you know, the magic or, you know, and chop everybody up. You don't right. usually have room to start shooting. Yep. And, you know, you're nobody 
except in the movies is going to be, you know, uh, Bruce Lee and, and defeat, or, you know, uh, Jet Li and defeat all these people. Yep. But with a ball, mini ball-peen hammer in your hand. Right. Boy, can you get an attitude adjustment out of people. So for our listeners, so they understand, you, you have this tool, it's called a crimp. And one of the, and it's and it's a non it's not it's considered non lethal so it, it's not like it doesn't have a live blade on it but it right. sure it's as heck non lethal right. impact rescue tool. In, exactly. impact rescue too and and the thing that's really good about it is you know I, I just like it because you can no matter what kind of background you have in martial arts or the kind of training you have you can integrate that in what you do. And one yes. of the things I've been playing yeah. around with it is kind of neat is um, you may recall that Paul Vunek has this concept called uninterrupted biting when he yes. teaches teaches biting. Well, one of the things that I play around with it, with, with, the, with, with the crimp is that I call it, you know, un, uninterrupted pressure where instead of just touching somebody with it like a ball-peen hammer or just tapping them with it, when you go in and you put that, pressure on them you hold it there for a while because you don't want them to come back at you and yeah it's exactly like, you know and it's one of those things where you know when when you release them when you're ready to release them they don't want to come back for more and yeah you know it's just it's it, there's just so many different things that you can do with that tool but the other thing that's well, great i'm ab- sure you've noticed the more you play with it it's like a fidget spinner it's hard to put down right and, <laughs> it, um, it is it is it, it grows on you because Right. People said, can you wait to get out there? I said, you know, and I, I've, on Instagram, I've been doing crazy videos, and I'll explain it in a bit to you. Mm-hmm. But I've been doing exactly that, telling people it's my favorite tool. I don't want to cut someone. As much as I love live blades and right. designing blades, and I told you, the crimp tool, my close-range control response, medium right. impact tool of rescue, is my favorite tool in this right. point. Right. You know. And you know. Um, I like smacking people. I like redirecting them. Right. I like, you know, and I'm like you. I love what you said about the uninterrupted, yeah, you know, pressure. Because I just go, you know, I'll put it in the palm of their hand. I'll grab their hand, the right. back of their hand. I'll push it in their chest. They put a hand up. I'll take that hand. Right. Give me. I'll. I'll be it, you know, you can make it makes joint locks easier. So if yeah. you're somebody who's familiar with joint locks, if you have that tool in your hand, it'll be easier for you to do a joint lock. Finger um, locks, all those that kinds I told of things. The story before and. Uh, it's it's a good short story. We were, <clears throat> I was over in Europe at, uh, you know, doing Iwa, their version of the shot show, mm-hmm. and um, we did a couple smaller shows as well. And while I'm at the table, and this is long, this one had the the good thing, um, uh, someone who looked like a senior in martial arts, you know, dignified, walked over. Mm-hmm. And two big young men behind them, either students, bodyguards. I couldn't tell what the role was right away. But he picked it up, picked up a drone, looked at it, started, you know, moving it around in the air, grabbed one of his big guys with him, mm-hmm. started pushing on him, hitting him, moving around, just as you are saying, joint locks. And he accidentally kinetically opened it. So the blades locked in place, and he started to use, you know, a big smile, started redirecting them, mm-hmm. used it to move joints, you know, so like an extend the lever, started smacking on them, mm-hmm. you know, used the index and the simple index thing to go to reverse and trap them, politely looked to see where the lock release was, closed mm-hmm. it, and looked at me and said, you know, I teach Aikijitsu, you should, you know, market this as an impact tool. And I looked at him like, 
it was that self-evident. Mm-hmm. And he went, this thing's, and he goes, don't tell me that's what it's designed for. And I went, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the first people way back in 2000 to go, mm-hmm. what, just like you said, I, you know, I never had a chance to go into my rap. He just picked it up and it's exactly said, if you know martial arts of any kind, this will, you know, enhance the attributes right. of whatever art you know. You know, one of the, one of the moves that I love with it is if somebody takes you down to the ground, which is where a lot of people feel helpless. And, you know, you're not somebody who's super familiar with, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or Ketsukan wrestling or something that gives you a little bit of an edge. But you have that tool in your hand, and you, have a, and you know enough to make yourself a little dangerous with it. It makes those moves ten times more effective. Like, for example, well, if you want yeah. to get somebody off you, and you do like a fist choke, and you have that in your hand... They'll move real quick, and they'll be off you fast. Absolutely. I had an officer who got taken down up mm-hmm. in Vancouver, and on the ground, he ended up, he had, you know, reached for his crimp tool, and as this guy was groundwork, he smacked him in the head with it. Mm-hmm. You know, because the guy was, you know, inside his guard or, or on the mouth or something. Right. And he just, you know, smacked his hands, smacked him in the head, and the guy got off of him going, right. oh, my God, because he had no idea what it was. Cause right. The officer only knew basic stuff, but he mm-hmm. could hammer because yeah. any any humanoid, not even human, any humanoid can hammer. And human beings, I was teaching that in my instructor camp. Mm-hmm. I said you got to remember <clears throat> that the idea of the wimp move that no tough guy, and we've talked about, um, would do you know get away, get away when you're going, you know, mm-hmm. well, that's flailing, and flailing is hammering, mm-hmm. and. I've become more and more enamored with magnums. You know, I usually carry a standard. Right. I've always said that. So mm-hmm. I just love the oomph. I've been demonstrating with uh, magnums and that oomph. And I think I thought some of my officers carried it, like Lieutenant Fernandez, because he mm-hmm. said, oh, look, got more beef. And the more I carry it and hit with it, because I remember when we first you asked me, which do I like? And I said, I always carry a standard. Mm-hmm. Well, I may have to modify that, you know, evolution. I mm-hmm. like the weight of the magnet. Boy, do you sure. get an attitude adjustment right away. Yeah. I mean, and, and the other one, too, That, but you also make a small one for, like, for example, my wife um, has the uh, smaller oh, version. the MISO. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. MISO. And, and, yeah, and she, you know, and, and that's perfect for the size. Of, she has real small hands, and that fits her hand perfectly. And, you know, it, what's really funny is all those little silly things we were always taught in martial arts, like, you know, Putting that finger on, pushing somebody's nose up, and that when you put, <laughs> when you put that ramp, you know you take that ramp and you put it on something that makes them move like ten times faster. Absolutely, and you have a good point. When we talked about your wife's hands, and mm-hmm. if you remember, when they first, <clears throat> they the gun world, when they decided that oh maybe we should be going after women, they just painted, painted, uh, men's guns pink. Which mm-hmm. was a nice try, and of course the lady stuck them in their hand that had the same issue. Sure. No matter, you know, it didn't fit. Right. And they started trying to make smaller size or things that are chambered down. I don't mean by round size, but by the handle size and uh, barrel size and everything else. So it would fit in a women's hands. Mm-hmm. They got better sales. I immediately, <clears throat> people go, why do you make stuff? What's, what's that three different sizes for the MISO? And, you know, I have people also call it the miso, and I, you know, potato, potato, mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. Um, and I tell people, 
Well, I geared it down that we have the mini that easily fits in your bra, the standard that fits in their hand or mm -hmm. the bra, or the Magnum. And the Magnum, for the women, is still a little bit smaller than our standard. If you want to go, because sometimes women have big hands or mm -hmm. they have gloves. Not right. that guys in business suits and whatever can't carry it. But I wanted to make sure, as you said, women are different sizes than men. You know, right. my wife is tiny, like yours, she's tiny. Mm -hmm. My daughter, you know, killer, you know, Rachel. Sure. Rachel loves to blow things up, shoot things, whatever, and Rachel is height check. You know, she's four foot nine. Mm -hmm. People go, that can't be your daughter. I said, I know. So, you know, I thought about that they need a really small ball peen hammer or a tomahawk or right. a steel finger, an adamantium finger that they can make redirect someone because I still don't believe any of us were granted a zero zero license. Mm -hmm. All of you listening will get it zero zero seven like James Bond, you know, the license to kill. Right. I don't know if they talk about that anymore. And you know in the books, you know, it's probably not politically correct to go the zero zero is a license to kill. It's right. he's just a secret agent. Um and if we are out there killing people, we're gonna be in big trouble. Right. You know, I just had a discussion with someone who said you know, teaching about following them down and, and beat the snot out of the guy who was on the ground like we watch these animals doing. And I'm like, do you understand? It's hard to tell the good guy from the bad guy right. when he's on the ground and you're finishing them, and no one's going to understand that. Right. So this tool, I've had people tell me, what would you do? And I actually had a couple, they got people tried to break in the car, and he smashed their fingers with their their tool, mm -hmm. you know, one, with my, one of my good thing tools, the LLCs, ne obviously never had to open it. And I went, yeah, exactly, because the people pulled their hands back out of the car and left. And that's the right. opposite. You know, I originally designed it so that we in uniform could go to a guy and go, oh, I'm not getting out of my car. Well, I'm not going to use my baton. I'm not going to try to, you know, yank you out physically. I'm going to grab your ear with those upper horns and when you reach, you know, I'll drag you right out that way. Or right. You take your hand off the steering wheel to stop me from grabbing your ear. I'm going to grab your hand right. with that ramp. I'm going to lock onto your thumb or finger, and I'm going to drag you out of the car anyways. Right. So I'm now do it in reverse. You reach into my car to drag me out. I'm going to make sure your fingers don't work and you're not grabbing me. Right. You know, and, and, and the other thing I really like about that tool, too, is that, you know, you can you can – Put it. It's got a clip, so you can put it in your pocket. Or, I mean, you can. There's Kydex holsters, Kydex holsters for it as well. And yes, you I, know, I designed a new series of them. They haven't come over from the factory yet, but uh, okay. <clears throat> I probably said it. Dave Brown, who just moved, and is it's by B U Y Brown, like the color brown holsters.com. Dave Brown makes the custom versions of the of the kydex holsters and everything that are fully adjustable from vertical to diagonal to horizontal and mm -hmm. then swap to the other side wow you know, so they're left right reversible mm -hmm. now give us give, give our listeners your website so they can check uh, out the your website is www.cssd-sc.com and i you know i've had to tell a few people um remember my knives are hand-ground, hand-assembled, custom production knives. And you guys may know the name Bob Terzula and Chris Reeves mm -hmm. uh, and, and you know, some of the Nice knives, um, the Crawfords. A lot of these guys have decided to set up whole teams of people. They're mentoring them in, and they have factories now. Wow. So they're making 
production custom knives mm -hmm. and put in their name on it, and they're still getting custom prices. So, you know, the, the Bob Trizula knife you made, may, Bob may have mentored it. There may be certain ones he's done that actually cost more because it's, you know, like the Bob Trizula out of a out of the Trizula line. But sure. they've actually set up factories, and these are the things that lots of knife guys complained about Randall knives. Because mm -hmm. there's different teams of people only make Model 1. Someone makes handles. Someone makes Model 2s. And they went, well, they're teams. They're not customs. Well, mm -hmm. they're customs. They're hand-forged. Anyways, I told people I jumped in that idea years ago because all my custom friends said, we, sh we wish we could make large numbers. Mm -hmm. So all of mine from the ramp back, you know, a, a computer helps us cut them. But every, every groove of my knife is hand-cut. They're hand-ground. They're mm -hmm. hand-assembled. Because I make custom knives in a production fashion, and that's the new thing. I led the way again. Yay! Yeah. Um, now you have some you have some new knives coming out too, right? Have you get Have you received yeah, any of your shipments yet from uh, overseas, or is that still being held up? Well, funny with COVID? thing you talked. I've been on the phone for the last four days with a courier company. You know, I was teaching my instructor camp. Uh, by the way, we actually had nine people show up, and we had big 10 by 10 areas set up that we could split up, so there's mm -hmm. four people in each one, yep. with almost social distancing. Um, and we had like 20 people come train virtually. So everyone who came was going to get a full video of it. But while I was there, I got a call from the factory saying they found an air company, an actual airline, willing and courier company willing to bring my knives. So of course, I had to pay fees to the Chinese government. Mm -hmm. I expected that. Most of my shipment, the Magnums are going to come in in another sixty to ninety days. Mm -hmm. they, they held up production. The the government over there wanted to do something, and I, you know, probably want more fees, of course. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping that while you and I are talking, the shipment is finally at customs in MIA and sometime in the next couple of days all the Desson goods will be here all the standard Kopish and all the standard Cis Christians you know the reverse Tonto yep. Dao mm -hmm. so hopefully they're about 40 minutes from me waiting for me to pay my customs duty wow. and have the trucking company deliver them to me wow. after all these months man that's wow. that's fantastic so you got I mean you know, you've got a lot of new stuff that that's out, and uh, you know, it's like uh, that, that's the one thing about what you've done through the years is it, you you don't stand still. You know, you continue to improve on things. You're making different types of blades, and evolution um, it's, is important. Oh, like, absolutely, and, know, and and it's very customized for people. You know, you're you're getting a real customized knife. This is not some production made. Gimmick. Oh, this yeah, is that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it's it's proprietary G10. You know, we, right. we have the G10s only made for me. Obviously, on the patents on the brand, kinetic opening, you know, the puzzle lock, right? Uh, you know, indexing the spoon clip. People go, "What do you mean?" I went, "It's a user tool." And I've been in the last because of COVID dealing yep. with Instagram. I think I think I thought I was going to go on Twitter and try your friends who are art comic cars trying to get me to do that Indiegogo thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they have put me on their shows. I tried Twitter, and I think I have ten followers. What the, what am I going to do with ten followers? So I decided to try Instagram on my own. Mm -hmm. I just got over fourteen hundred followers, which I know for some of them hot women is absolutely nothing. They have tens of thousands, but I'm getting lots of martial arts guys and law enforcement guys going. What a freaking cool tool! So I'm right. doing goof 
video, I don't know if you've seen my videos on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> one of my, I'm sorry I keep saying, um, my throat is clogged a little and it's helping me. The, one of my fellow instructors went, are you, you know, you keep coming up with new stuff. Are you Bram? Are you a clone? And I, <laughs> because I'm a sci-fi guy, we started going with it. So I come on, I have an old uh, phaser, next generation phaser. I use it like, like I'm charging myself, like I'm a, a replicant or a drone or something. Mm -hmm. um, eventually I've escalated to, I've got robot part shooting and everyone, I got a couple guys into it going, is that Bram or is it a replicant? Is he a cyborg skin job? Is he a clone? Am I AI? <laughs> and that leads me to talk about the knives. And they're oh, talking yeah. about, be careful about handling my knives. You gotta be careful, Mr. Mike, because I'm manifested myself into this steel and I may be invading you every time <laughs> I pick up a tool. And it's yeah. just become a good game, but oh, sure. I've got 1,400 followers. I've got police and, law and, and martial arts guys getting the tools and going oh my god why didn't we know about it before and i'm thinking right i don't care i'm glad you found it now because now every knife matters you know every knife sale matters to me and i need to get them out there and i'm sorry that there's a disaster out there but as you said when we opened up it's the perfect time it's the perfect tool for these crazy times right and, and it, you know and for people that may not be as familiar with your background you know you've trained israeli military you, um, you've been, a, you're a grandmaster in your own right. You make I've your been, yeah, and I've been the the Spets boys, uh, you know, the Screaming Eagles in Crimea. Mm -hmm. Our teams here. I, I just saw a post from some of the uh, from Alpha mm -hmm. and from the Eagles and stuff, and they they were posting because I can't read what they're saying, wrong language, and I asked them since you sent me the videos can I post them so I sent them around people go sir they're doing your stuff I said yes they are with my knives no less right and then you know I found some stuff from the rocks mm -hmm. and some of the guys from Korea and people going sir that's not regular FMA or Korean arts that's yours look at that beat look at the cake and look they're using your tools I went yup you know and then I saw two guys in full gear film they obviously filmed it to draw people in to sign up for the team and they're in full battle rattle on top of a mountain going at it yeah and it's some of the alpha spets boys and i'm like and they sent it to me and said sir with love and respect and i went yeah so yes you know and uh my guys from israel have been getting a hold of me mm -hmm. um and you know and then the departments here i'm finally going back into the that's what i'm saying uh, officer mike weisberg is trying to do a press release going look to all the He's writing up because he does it for the department anyways. Mm -hmm. Send it out to all the telev local television studios and go, I have a tool for the right time. And if I can't get the department's attention, maybe they can do it through it to go look. Mm -hmm. All you citizens. I don't know if you've seen it. I've taken pictures and been posting because from Instagram when I'm mm -hmm. not in Facebook jail. Let's me put it over to Facebook. Um, and one of my students buys a program. He steals my videos from Instagram to put them on Facebook when I'm in Facebook jail. Mm -hmm. In case you people don't know it, Michael and the team there know it. I am a really dyed-in-the-blue conservative and believe in the Constitution and the Second Amendment. I bleed military green and police blue. So yep. that offends any of you too bad. And that's consistent um, with our with our radio show here. So that, that's yeah, the way so, we that's um, the way we feel. I'm going to try to get it out there because I need the, the tool, as you were saying. You know, mm -hmm. even my live blade tool, I can hammer and do impact tool and not hurt anyone. 
It's a ballet song in the millennium because I can get up on the ramp and I can do waka 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 Pac-Man and do snap cuts and scissor mm-hmm. cuts and do less than lethal. And even when it's open, I can use, I teach people obviously, and you see me do it, the non-lethal moves. And if they go to comply, I got the only tool, edge tool because of the lock release in the back, like your, you know, your mag release right. and your You can shut it back down in the flow and go, I didn't need to cut them. Right. But it's finally getting some attention. So, um, you know, it's good timing to, to be back on the show. And you know what I like? Yeah, and, and what I like... Regular on the show. The other thing for our listeners, you know, if you're somebody who really hasn't had a lot of experience with knives and that, this is a knife that um, you can, you know, without opening it, you can use it as a self-defense tool. And yeah, if you're right. a beginner, you right, this. if yeah. you've ever hammered a nail or something yeah. simple like that, you can use this. So the, yeah. the minute you have it, it has some use for you. And then, uh, you know, you've got plenty of videotape out there on how to use it. There's, yeah. You've got if instructors you go all Bram, over the country. Frank, yeah, Bram yep. Frank Pivot Share, P-I-V-O-T, share.com. I'm still giving away my, lots of my DVDs and right. training for free at bramfrank.pivotshare.com, which they can go find all the, you know everything about it. Mm-hmm. And you guys know Moss Ayub. Moss actually just held um, a non-lethal, you know, his lethal force training mm-hmm. out in Vegas. Yep. Richard and a few, few others from here were there. And uh, Moss saw the new crimp because he wrote back in 2000 that it was a historic day in knives. Uh, when I invented a knife, then I invented a knife, as you said, to be designed to use clothes. Mm-hmm. That it does most of its work closed. If you know nothing about it, anybody can hammer. I can hammer by instinctively grab with that bramp. If I rake with it, you don't need any training to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And Moss was so amazed. The reason brought up Richard had his new crimp with him because he, he didn't take a live blade out mm-hmm. of Vegas. He figured it always carry a crimp. Moss saw it and went, is that Bram's new one? And Richard mm-hmm. went, yes. Yeah. So they sent me pictures of Moss holding it in his hand because it just became Moss's. So I have to replace Richard's. Crib. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's and you know these are these are people who in their own right are world renowned. That you're yeah. talking about. You know, Ayub's been around for a long time. He's quoted all the time in the self defense world. You know, these are people that you've trained with, that you've worked with, that yeah, you've, you've trained. And you know, it's it's. It's well, you know, Richard. Richard opened the uh, firearms academy across the street from me. Mm-hmm. You know, or across the street from my complex. Mm-hmm. So you know, he's always going, Bram, come over here and teach the class. So I teach before COVID once a week at Richard's, and I'm like, I can't believe Richard's across the street. I just saw that Pedro is out right now. Vu. Yeah, Pedro just you know, did a video I, with uh, Vunak, and he's on his way back from uh, California as we speak. Yeah, and I didn't realize because I I just got home a, a few days ago from my birthday bash because I stayed extra time because Bram just filmed the definitive modular system. I decided time to update everything, mm-hmm. with the new evolution, and uh, so the camp was filmed as a camp. I filmed it without anybody, you know, on a separate camera, mm-hmm. uh, just as video, and I spent four days in the studio actually filming the definitive modular and the new evolution explaining stuff and I was very happy everyone said oh my god you know you, you really evolved it's stunning much mm-hmm. better teaching but I didn't realize Pedro that Pete was out with Boo till I just saw the pictures after I got home and, right uh, you know yeah but I'm, I'm so that's very cool anyways you know I was thinking about you so when you popped up this I said you come on I'm like oh that's great yeah 
So we got to get back into it now since this uh, things are okay. loosening up in Ohio, and uh, we're going to have you continually uh, back on the show. And want to thank you for calling in today. Sorry for the equipment problems, but uh, we got a little bit of it resolved, and hopefully the next time you're on, we'll have everything uh, running smooth. Well, so you're my first radio show on my new phone because my old phone died. Died. There you go. So I christened my phone and. Couldn't be more perfect being with you, Mr. Mike. That's terrific. Thanks, well, thanks for being on, and uh, you know, God bless you. And look forward to you know, I, I've ordered, I've got a couple of those knives uh, on order. I look forward to getting them. But I've got just for our listeners' sake, I probably have seven or eight of your knives, and uh, you know, that's how much they're addictive. High, yeah, they're, they're addictive, addictive and, and more, they're you know, and and they're fun, and um, you know, and, yeah, and they're and they're very trainer. effective. They're, they're the original fidget spinner. Yep. It's it's amazing. I mean, but so anyway, uh, give us your website one more time before we get off the okay. air. www.cssd-sc.com. Please go there and support a very small business. I make great to- edge tools and impact tools. You got it. Take care. Have God bless you. One. Have a great night, Mr. Mike. Bless yep. You. Take care. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. Well, that was uh, Bram, and we're going to be. Uh, Time for us to close this evening, and uh, we'll be back on next Monday. Hopefully, we'll get the equipment working again, and uh, have a great week. Blackboard Armory and Coatings in Garrettsville, Ohio. Let's talk firearms, ammunition, and suppressors. In addition to new and used guns and a good stock of ammo, Blackboard Armory and Coatings carry suppressors. Stop in and see brands such as Texas Silencer Company, Jim Tech, Silencer Co., ACC, and Six Hour Silencers. Hours are 9 to 2 Thursday, 9 to 7 Friday, 9 to 5 Saturday, Sunday and Monday, 9 to 2. Closed on Tuesday and Wednesday. Hello there, this is Vinny from Vinny's Midday Triple Shot. Music, news, and sports on KarmaRadio.com. I'm on Monday through Friday, noon until 1. I'll get you some local Northeast Ohio pro sports. We'll uh, talk about some local news, some national news, some international news, and even all the news from the known universe. Join me Monday through Friday, noon until 1, for Vinny's Midday Triple Shot on KarmaRadio.com. Hey y'all, this is Bernadette Parisian, Karma's social media director and co-host of the Bernie and Steve Show. We are looking for new shows and hosts. If you think you have what it takes, contact our station manager, Mr. Steve Jones, by email, stevejones3806 at around gmail.com, or message us on the Karma Radio Facebook page. We would love to hear your ideas and just maybe get you on air with us here at Karma Radio. Our station is growing and we want you to be part of it. You can get more details at our website at www.karmaradio.com. And thanks, y'all, and have yourselves a great day. Karma. It's a bitch.
Are you close to me?